Hey everybody. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I consider her like my comedy sister. Carissa Gomez is one of the funniest comics that I've had the um, just joy and pleasure to kind of work with, hang out at open mics, um, see at shows. Um, my friend actually thinks she's funnier than me. So that's what I go by. <laughs> um, no. And then she talks about a lot of topics that I wish I could talk more about, but she's way better at it. So welcome, Carissa. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you for having me, Lee. Um, you asked how I was doing. I mean, we're we're all busy, right? Yeah. We're busy, especially. I don't. I don't even know why during the holidays uh, people are even. I I haven't even shopped or or gone shopping. I don't care for it right now, but it's just doing a lot of work, you know. So yeah, save money. Why Why do I want to buy gifts for people I don't even care about? <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, you you we you know you hosted an amazing kind of like Zoom um comedian um what was it called yeah are you okay chat and i thought it was really insightful um i think i met you at one of the riverside open mics right because i think we just kept seeing each other at those mics and i was like you know we're one of like the few female comics and i was just like i i just love your jokes i love your just comedy structure um so how did you get started and how did you, okay, I was going to write this. How did your parents force you into comedy? Uh, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they actually forced me into wanting to do something else. And I did comedy as a, a, a reaction to it, a rebellion almost uh, to what they wanted me to do. Um, they want you to do. Uh, they're just like every other, you know, uh, immigrant parent, you know, they want me, they wanted me to become a doctor. So um, <laughs> I feel like you could have been a really good one. Yeah, I, like... I probably could have. But at the time when I was uh, going to school, um, which brings me to the reason why I, I did, I started doing comedy. Uh, uh, I was diagnosed with uh with schizophrenia um uh i don't think it was <laughs> like people always think oh did it come on suddenly or did it it it, it really uh, i i could tell like in the earlier years you know like in my teenage when i was a teenager um uh, that i wasn't you know developing the way my peers were and uh i didn't think it was alarming until I graduated from high school and then uh, then the stress of like, you know, being an adult and, and doing things like that kind of weighed in on me. And, um, and then uh, I didn't know how to go about treating it. So, you know, I did it just like um, any responsible, <laughs> intelligent person would do was uh, I got help. Mm. and uh some people think that that's brave just to get help it it really it I don't I don't know about that um I don't know about why it takes bravery to to get help um it really just uh takes you being like you know when you've had enough enough is enough yeah. like that, that yeah I was just pushed to the brink of that where I just I, I really just didn't give a damn anymore. Um, I, and, and you can see that in, in me is that I don't, I don't have 
a concept of what guilt and shame is. Which makes so, you an amazing comedian. I feel like you have to. Like, me too, you know what I mean? Like, people are always like, oh, you're shameless. That's why we're good comedians, you know what I mean? And good, Right, right. You know? Right, <laughs> exactly. But yeah. then some other people might say, you know, they flip the coin and they say, oh, well, that's what a psychopath is like, too. And CEOs are you know, surgeons. Yeah, to, like, to some extent. Yeah. <laughs> to, to some extent. But, I mean, we're not out there you know, um, I think they, I think people think in extremes, Yeah, you know, and we're not out there like stabbing people with our jokes. Like that's, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like that. uh, So cool though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how can you, you can, like, if someone is literally going to get assaulted by a joke, you have to, you have to think how sensitive are you? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what kind of person thinks that it's an assault on who you are? Like, dude, let's say we're, we get a heckler and, you know, they think, oh, I'm offended. Well, why are, what is it that offends you about right. what we just said? You know, like that, right. I think if someone were to take offense to something, cause I talk about a lot of personal stuff and I've had this before where they're like, oh, you shouldn't talk about mental illness like that. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about myself. You it's know? always the non-comics or the shitty ones who give you advice and it's like who are you to say that you know what I mean right right but for somebody to take offense to something that I personally go through <laughs> I feel like that's a projection on them like you know if we're getting Freudian yeah. that is essentially them saying I don't want to hear about it because I have things I haven't dealt with myself right you know right exactly and and it, it, it just, it just, it really just comes back onto them. You know, it, it it's more of an insecurity and, it, and it goes, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, you go, go. No, I mean, it goes both ways. It just goes both ways between there's a relationship between audience and, and, and the performer and that relationship, like you need to kind of know how to, how to navigate that, you know? And I feel like, uh, a lot of people don't pick up on that quick enough, you know, they just go up there and, and sometimes, and it's fine. And there are men that, and this is what I think is funny. Like the men who have told me in comedy that I shouldn't, you know, talk about my mental illness are the same men that use open mics as group therapy. I just think that's, <laughs> so I think that's ironic. You're so you know? Yeah. So yeah. I was just going to ask, like, are the, are the people who say like, you shouldn't talk about, are they like comics or like audience members? Uh, primarily they're, they've mostly been comics oh. and yeah, they've mostly been comics. Um, sometimes like if an audience member comes up to me, they usually just ask questions mm. and, and they ask the most, I mean, granted that I'm still opening up the, 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 the stream of dialogue, but you know, about, uh, what mental health is. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's like the questions are a little, uh, what do you mean by that? You know, like they're, they're disrespectful, <laughs> okay. you know, but yeah. any other better way to, to put it, um, you know, or they'll give me suggestions like, like they're a doctor, like they know better. And, uh, uh, I'm like, I'm pretty sure, um, I have a good relationship with my doctor, you know, and I'm pretty sure we, we would have gone through this already. You know, if they didn't think it was alarming, they would, they would have addressed it to me myself, Right. you know, 
why can't I they mean, listen? I've, you know what I mean? It's weird. <laughs> they just, why can't what? Why can't they just listen? You know, instead of like just giving unsolicited advice. It's kind of right. Yeah, yeah. I I always think that too. But you know, I think that goes back to like when you you have that relationship between audience and uh, and you know the performer. I feel that because I open up so quickly and so early about something that a lot of people think is so personal. Yes. They think they can, yeah, they think that, oh, you know, all bets are off. I can just go up to her and talk to her about anything. And then, you know, that goes with, with, with when women talk about sex on stage, you know, men think, oh, I can go and I can hit on this girl and she's not going to take offense to it. Like that's kind of the same thing, you know, except I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about something else a little bit more personal. Yeah. So yeah, I think that people have uh, a strange perception of, uh, of what it is to be a comedian and, and just, you know, they think that because we we slang jokes and shit like that that we're uh, we're we're not human <laughs> you know like we we don't have feelings yeah like or, and, teachers, right like you don't think of a teacher as like a human as at least for me right it's like oh you're this this is making sense <laughs> like you you listen to this teacher and you feel like this is like an authority i feel like maybe that's why they feel so okay which is saying whatever. Right, right. And <laughs> I I don't know. No, I, I know I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, where like we have we have a we have perceptions of people, you know, and what you know, just just based off of their occupation, we have this perception of who we think they are. And sometimes it's a hundred percent correct, other times, eh, not so much, you know, and, and you have to kind of uh take that into consideration you have to realize that not you know it's more based off of an individual you know yeah, absolutely. um so yeah I just I love it when when people think that uh that that just because we say uh shit up on stage doesn't mean that you know we're we're not uh, human beings or we don't have feelings and uh that they can just come up and tell us shit and I mean, yeah, granted, our response is going to be more caustic because of the way they they treated us. Like we're going to give we're just going to slap them in the face with a shitty joke and and just tell them off, you know. Right. They're not going to know how to come back with that. We're we're a little bit more prepared in, in our comeback, essentially. So that's that's what I, that's where I think that they they think they can kind of challenge us. And it's it's funny. It's kind of like, you know, when you see a bicycle going against a freight train, you know, like who's going to win? <laughs> you know, oh so, my God, that's so true. <laughs> We're yeah. the fucking fr- freight trains. I love it. Um, yeah. You're right. I do think it's because like I think you're way nicer than me. So I think people go up to you more and like, you know, I think they think they're giving you advice, but like they just want to like prove themselves because their egos are hurt because a woman is up there on stage talking about her stuff. I think I can do better. I mean, I don't know. But to me, maybe it feels like a little bit about that. But you do it so well. um, And I just love watching you on stage because like you've been doing comedy since 2018, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, we've been doing it around for the same amount of time. Yeah, we've been doing it for the same amount of time. You're way better performing at like really awesome places. And I just I just want to do a shout out and you're doing roast battle. So congrats. 
Very thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, do you remember your favorite performance? Like what's your favorite venue or like favorite time that you performed? Um, my favorite time, you mean like, like me performing personally? Yeah. Uh, like what was like your best show or your like best <sighs> like, and what was that like? Uh, that's kind of hard to tell since I'm still in the process of like growing and, and yeah. becoming, you know, what I really want to be as in, in, in this field. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to say one in particular, but I, I am going to say that, um, I, I just enjoy performing period that, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, and, and then, you know, I know sometimes I'll, you, you say you like watching me a lot. I, I have shitty, you know, uh, I've had shitty performances. I actually performed, uh, in Beaumont in my own city and I shit on stage, you know, and I, I don't, I'm not going to say that it, it was all my fault, but you know, I, I feel always, like, always on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel no no because because there are some comedians that say oh no it's not it's not the audience's fault it's your fault you just write shitty jokes <sighs> and I'm like uh I don't know you know I've done the same jokes at a different <laughs> club and yeah, they right. hit. Just hit yeah right and I do a joke out here in conservative because I do I live in a in an incredible incredibly and and not in the conservative way where like they can't laugh. They can't laugh at a joke, but more like they think if I'm talking about it, they think that I'm talking about them. Oh, you know, like yeah. like the they it, more of like a low IQ almost. You know, um, <laughs> that's so funny. Like, I didn't know you grew up in Beaumont. How is that? No, I did. I didn't grow up in Beaumont. Oh, I, I live. I live oh, here. <laughs> How is I that? Right? Like I used to live in Palm Springs, and I would like go to Cabazon, and like Beaumont is like kind of that way. But like I never knew anybody who. Ha- How is it over there? Um, we have really nice houses. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> that that's that's about it. We just have nice houses, and I mean that's that's the reason why we're living here because you know I live with my entire family, and this was. You know, I mean, I'm not saying it because it's not affordable. Uh, it's not affordable housing, but it is a place where they have big houses, you know. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I'm thinking out there. Yeah, yeah, I know I, a lot of people. Uh, uh, actually, the person that uh, we got our house from was uh, was an investor. Like she owned multiple oh, homes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good place to invest, I would say. Uh, huh how has a comedy scene sorry but sorry just cut you off there's there's nothing there's nothing here and and i don't want there to be anything (laughs) (laughs) i i've had a lot of people say why don't you start an open mic out where you live and i said why so it would just be me (laughs) i don't know (laughs) what you're saying you know like what's the closest place though like um um derbies and it's it's run by justin fox uh derbies is is it hemet oh okay that's really yeah then you come really far then because i see you at so many open mics um it's really awesome you you have the hustle for sure um yeah do you remember like what your first open mic was like oh yeah it was horrible (laughs) please elaborate um 
I think it was around the time, uh, because I used to go to Flappers in uh, Claremont. This is when they were open. Um, And that's where I met a lot of the people that I know now who are doing big things. And uh, uh, that's where I met Mistress K. I met uh, Nick Lanny. I met um, a lot of people, Johnny Stewart, uh, you know, um, just just so many people that I've met that I, I I'm I'm grateful that I still know today who were very welcoming to me. Um, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. Uh, wait, what was the question again? You. Yeah, what, what, what was your first open mic like? Oh, my first open mic. My first open mic there. Uh, it was really bad. Um. I mean, the story was good. I just didn't tell it in a funny way. You know what I mean? Wait, everyone's uh, was really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the story the story was about like the first time that I I, I had sex. I lost my virginity, and um, it was the the first time I told the story at an open mic was probably as bad as the first time that I had sex. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it, they were both, uh, you know, garbage um, situations. <laughs> but, you know, later on when I told that story in a different way, I learned how to to make it funny. You know, I learned how to kind of insert the, the punchline into the premise and, and then everything just started making sense. Uh, but... Yeah, it, I mean, it was a it was a dumpster fire. Both of them, both situations. <laughs> I just thought it. Go ahead. Yeah, you go. No, I just thought it was it was funny that both ended up that way. You know, like first time for everything, and it is just they both ended up that way. That is hilarious. Oh my god. Yeah. Make, but that that is funny. Um, because like my first open mic. I've seen so the thing with open mics is like the first time I did open mics it was like at Harpin and there was like literally 50,000 comedians and oh like I think it was like uh several other first timers but I never saw them come back again like I was mm. pretty bad too I opened up with a political joke that literally divided the whole room um mm-hmm. but like what do you think separate well, like what made you come back like a second and third time because I feel like um a lot of people try once and then they just get scared and they don't come back. So like, what do you think kept you like coming back? Cause I felt like, I feel like the second and third time is actually more brave than the first time. You know what um, I mean? The first time is like, you right. just you know, pick it off bucket list. But like some people, they literally just, you know, fall off the face of the earth, even though they do pretty well, they just never come back again. Like right. um, what, what brought you back uh, to continue? Uh... Ah, you know, in the words of my mom, I'm stupid. I don't don't know. I, what made me come back? I think it's a, a, it's a combination of things between uh, stupidity, uh, (laughs) stubbornness, and uh, I, just the fact that I, I, I like a challenge, you know, I, I chase after things that are challenging, which doesn't make any fucking sense, but that's just my personality. I think it makes sense. That's like a that's a winner's personality right there. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought, do hard things. Yeah, that's that's what we do. I thought that was just because I'm dumb. <laughs> no, you're you are really a comedic genius, and I wish you gave yourself more credit for it. Like a lot of the people who don't have half your talent, but they're just like, oh, I'm fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> but okay. 
um what what do you think is like the funniest mental illness like if you would rank mental illnesses from like zero to ten funniest mental illness uh i don't know uh i don't have any other well i i don't know um what about like dementia because like that runs in my family and i'm thinking like what would be the funniest disease to have when i'm like 90 you know like bipolar oh oh are you saying what like if you (laughs) can can rank it like is depression funny funnier than like you know alzheimer's is like fuck what else is there i don't know i think if you had (laughs) dementia you wouldn't remember the jokes you wrote so like you know like uh, (laughs) you just be funny on stage and then right and then you won't you won't remember why they were laughing you'd just be standing there forget forgetting why you were standing on stage um let's see what would be the funny I don't know I think I think to each their own you know like like all all illnesses have you know their their ups and their downs um I can't speak for like other ones because I don't have them (laughs) but I I do think that uh yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. Oh well, my my mental illness is the best. <laughs> uh, my mental illness is the best because I hear all these voices. I basically have a team. Uh, I, I have a team of writers in my head, and we discuss what we're gonna, you know, talk about. No, I don't. I don't. I don't really know. Uh, I don't know. Like I mean, um, if stupid if stupidity were a mental illness, you know. Uh, maybe that would be the best one is is just being blatantly stupid but unfortunately it's not a mental illness and there are a lot of stupid comedians out there right now that aren't even good so I don't really know what (laughs) all right um speaking of comedian who is your favorite comic besides us obviously um like like in real life like uh, Um, no like just uh, maybe like celebrities just want to get a sense of like who your comedy like, oh okay so what shaped you mean like what shaped me like what influenced yeah, me? yeah yeah that'd be good too, yeah. um I liked a lot of uh well when I was growing up we, my dad used to watch a lot of in living color so it would be like Damian Waynes and uh you know just the Waynes brothers in general um and uh who else uh eddie murphy i know who they are but i've never seen their like jokes and stuff yeah eddie eddie murphy uh is a big one for us um let's see uh i like george carlin for his outspokenness Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and um let's see john leguizamo was a big one for me growing up uh Bill Maher, he was. Oh, I didn't think I, you liked him. Interesting. Yeah, Bill Maher. Uh, not not necessarily the political portion of what he says, but more like the religious portion because I'm I'm an atheist. Okay. Um, that's where I think that I because I mean he he's got some some shitty things that he says uh politically or what he's been saying he's 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 Islamophobic. I don't, I don't know. I don't really get on, off, on board with that. Him, yeah, like, but. yeah, no, I don't, I don't, he fell off. Uh, I mean, he was cool when he was back on uh, a long time ago when he had the show Politically Incorrect. That was, mm-hmm. that was interesting because he actually brought like multiple people on 
his show. It wasn't always this thing, you know, where he was pitting people against each other. But um, yeah, I feel like that's what he's doing now. So I don't, I don't really jump on board with that. There's some shit that he says that I'm like, I can't do this. (laughs) Bye, you know. But yeah, all the comics influence as well. That's interesting. I need to look it up because I realize I'm a shitty comic. I I need to figure out who these people are. But yeah, definitely Eddie Murphy for sure. Bill Moore. That's interesting. Um. And what, no, I don't. I, you're you're not a shitty comic. <laughs> you know, I'm not like a bro comic. Like they're just oh, did you see Tom Segura and all this stuff. Oh right? yeah, no, 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 like, no. Uh, comedians and so, um. But that's that's really cool. Um, who? Okay, no, wait. What about female comics? Who are your favorites? Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you were gonna bring that up. Um, there's like, one female. There's one female comic that I like a lot um and it's uh what's her name uh I can't pronounce her last name Maria Bamford Bamford yeah I always forget it for some oh reason oh my god but... Girl, I, yeah because I was surprised she wasn't like your top one because like she's so funny she's been in the industry forever I love the way yeah I saw her live um a few years ago she was just amazing um right well, I mean, I didn't I didn't get into her until I started doing comedy. Oh, somebody wow. had somebody had compared me to her because she uh, talks a lot about yeah, she talks a lot about mental health and yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh dealing with depression and right. suicide and things like that. And someone said, Oh, you sound a lot like Maria Bamford. I'm like, who the hell is that? You know, like so I, I actually looked her up and uh, I started listening to her and I'm like, Yeah, I, I I can see similarities. I get it, yeah you know uh we kind of have the same approach almost like a like a devil's advocate approach on stage yeah you know where they you you basically have to postulate um a situation and then reduce it to an absurdity that's essentially what i do (laughs) i i postulate something and then reduce it to an absurdity that's how i go about uh a lot of what i say um and and that's only because you know that's there's so much ignorance around the specific topic that I I I talk about I mean I don't just talk about mental health I talk about you know living like Mm -hmm. as a minority with mental health (laughs) but uh I haven't gotten enough stage time to get into uh you know that kind of story like uh, having a, a decent narrative on stage, which I'm hoping eventually it would build up to that. But I have a lot of material so yeah. far. I'm waiting for a special. Is it going to be HBO oh, or Netflix or Hulu? You and me, you and me both. <laughs> you and me both. I'm waiting for a special too. Uh, Seriously, all the people I heard from another friend who was in comedy for a really long time, she said, once they get past the 10 month, 10 year mark, it's like, no matter if they're good or not, it, they were like the last ones left, you know? So yeah, we're just a lot. And you're funny too. So it's like, this is the last ones left. We have some talent. All right, let's, let's get this. <laughs> hey, if that does happen, then everybody is going to be invited to uh, go. I mean, we'll do a screening, everything. It'll be wonderful. You know, if that happens. And, and I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, it will, I, I I'm I do have something that I I want to 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 make. Uh, it, I don't know if it's going to be a special, but it is going to be a production of of some sort. Um, not necessarily. Yeah, you have good stuff. Yeah. 
it's not, it's just something that I imagine you like, you know how you set a goal, what you want to accomplish in your career. I do have that goal, you know, like people that go after the Netflix special. I mean, a Netflix special is cool, but I, I have something else in mind. I mean, I'm going to do, you know, what they consider a Netflix special where you have your own, you know, Mm -hmm. you have your own story time, your own show, like that kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't know if I want it particularly produced by Netflix. <laughs> yeah, Netflix has been pretty shady lately. And yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever's That's left it. in 10 years or five years or however long, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and so what are your, like, uh, advice for newbie comedians? Um, I don't have any. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't really like to give advice. Um, smart, yeah actually that's that's really smart fuck them um okay so <laughs> uh, but yeah you're right in a way yeah because it's like who cares um uh yeah was because like but, like but i mean it's it's not it's not necessarily you know who cares it's more like everybody has <laughs> their own thing they all they all want to accomplish something different in comedy yeah. so i let you know like i guess don't give up you yeah. know, and, 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 and don't listen to other comedians. And I know this is, pro- <laughs> so this, 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 you, is this sounds so hypocritical because, because you essentially have to not listen to me. You know, I'm giving advice. Right. Don't listen to me either. Um, but yeah, don't, don't listen to that. that nobody knows what they're fucking doing, you know? That's true. Yeah, exactly. And, and everybody has, you know, their own, their own thing, uh, uh, what they want to accomplish. So I just leave it at that, you know? That makes sense. And, um, uh, to cap it off, uh, where do you see your future and the future of comedy going? Mm. The future of comedy uh, is probably gonna, I don't know, uh, it, it's already taken off in, in different ways. Um, it, I, I know that it's going more because nobody nobody thought that, oh, Zoom wasn't going to be a thing. But I, I think <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. yeah, I think that that's going to stay for a while i think it's gonna i think it's gonna huh do i like zoom no i don't know if i like it too much uh (laughs) uh, i do enjoy it for for the the platform it has and 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 the ability to network uh, on a broader on a broader scale like long distance yeah um but in terms of like getting exactly what you need to get out of it which is like feedback from the audience you don't get that which you know you can't replace live comedy with um but it's still a good place to practice shit you know like i think that that's that's the use of it and um what i mean by uh where is it going in the future i think that obviously everybody's you know trying to build an online presence Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's essentially where where we're gonna be you know like I mean, I'm not going to say like open mics are going to, you know, dissolve or anything, but um, I think that the having the Zoom and the open mics opens up a lot more to people who do both. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, I I think I think that uh, it's I think when you choose one over the other, you're 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 limiting yourself. True. uh, you know, you should be able to do both. And the more, and, and I think that the more you can do, the more skills you acquire Yes. to yep. make yourself uh, just, or to broaden your presence 
you know, anywhere. So it's a necessary skill. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Awesome. And then how can we stalk you? How, how do we stalk you on social media? What are your uh, handles? Uh, how can you stalk me? Like, uh... <laughs> whichever way. Well, you... Yeah. Well, I mean, don't stalk me in person because I yeah. don't know about that. Uh... <laughs> If you do, I might want to marry you. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, uh, let's see. You can stalk me on uh, on Facebook or on Instagram. I mean, I have a Twitter, but I don't use it because uh, I don't know. I just I'm not that kind of person yet. You know, like I I mean, I had a Twitter since I was at uh, I was in school and uh, I just I just don't use it. I just don't care for it too much. It's not it doesn't doesn't do anything for me um instagram that's that's my favorite one uh and facebook huh In, oh my instagram handle is doc d-o-c underscore hollywood underscore um some people don't know the reference um yeah i don't <laughs> it's uh it's a it's a michael j fox movie of uh of um a, a small town like a small town doctor or a doctor like going to to LA to become a cosmetic surgeon or a plastic surgeon and uh I, I like it because of I don't know there's there's just a lot of uh, undertones and similarities of of the way uh I thought my life was going to end up <laughs> but it didn't it didn't end up that way but I see your Hollywood yeah. life like almost like every week yeah 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 i know (laughs) yeah that works out yeah yeah it does it does um i am i i'm in la a lot and i'm i'm glad i can be out there and and work and uh it work allows me to be out there so awesome yeah yeah well thank you so much harissa i had so much fun learning more about you and i'm sure the audience did too as well please follow her and uh, i will see you on the next episode thank you so so much Thank you, Lee. I appreciate being